What's up, my podcast listeners? It's your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and this is another edition of the Car Vlog Podcast. And today's October 1st. I'm a day late from my usual schedule, but life's been crazy, you know? I took on so many different freaking roles lately. I'm up into my eyeballs of shit. My workouts have been lacking. And you know what? It's okay because today's another day to turn it all around because I have dedicated today to ensure I go back to the gym. And this is not the topic of the episode, but it's good advice and a good thing to hear for those especially struggling this year, like everyone has, um, to know that every day is another chance to get back on track, taking, you know, a step in the right direction. Because I feel like for a lot of people, 2020 was just a kick into the crotch or throat. Actually, a kick to the crotch, throat, and face all at the same time by three different people and you know that happened at least once a month and somehow you had to focus on you know living a normal life so that being said when it comes to the fitness and health realm know that every day we have another opportunity to turn it all around and also you got to be you know like realistic with yourself right audit your life like what you're doing right now and you'll probably realize that you're not giving yourself enough credit for what you're doing so if you missed a couple days of working out a week a month it's okay like you have the ability to turn it all around anyway um going back to the original topic that I was going to chat about today is um, pelvic floor health, DRA, and just overall women's health. Because I find that every time I post something about pelvic floor or anything related to women's health, I'll get like a handful of women going, oh, I've had this problem before, or... You know, I've had DRA for years, never could fix it. My only option was surgery or, you know, I deal with incontinence or certain exercises that I can't do because of it. And when I reach out and go, oh, I like, have you seen a pelvic floor physio? Everyone's like, what the fuck is that? So number one, if you're new to my show, um, you can go back, I don't know, probably a hundred episodes to when I first chatted about pelvic floor health and just women's health in general, or um, reach out to me and I can connect you with a lot of great people in your area that can help you deal with this issue. But um, for all my new people listening that are females, when it comes to training and incontinence, postnatal training and everything like that, you are all underserved in this industry and 
I feel like our industry needs to do a better job. So one of the best resources out there is girlsgonestrong.com. 100% go check it out. They have a lot of free content when it comes to um, training for women specifically. But the big thing where I um, advocate is that, you know, in my career, let's say 98% of my clients have been moms and figuring this out probably five years ago, I realized, oh, it's probably pretty important for me to like learn how to properly train a mom who's pregnant, postnatal, all that fun stuff. So the big thing that I always pick at is the pelvic floor. And a lot of times, because, you know, after you give birth, in an ideal world, everything just goes back to where it's supposed to be. And that usually does not happen. And you're going to need a little bit of help. And this is where I always refer out, no matter what, to a pelvic floor physio. So if anyone listening has never seen a pelvic floor physio and you've had a child recently, a child five years ago, ten years ago, whatever it may be, it is time to go see a pelvic floor physio because most likely there's something lacking. And a lot of it comes down to creating intra-abdominal pressure, turning on your core, stiffness, bracing, all that fun stuff. If you have a non-functioning pelvic floor, that's not going to happen. And you might already have noticed that certain lifts in the gym, you can't progress because you just can't create that tension or you feel like you have to pee if you do a couple more reps. And those things can be fixed with a proper foundation. Just like how I spew all the time about exercise, you need a solid foundation first. So for women, after giving birth especially, um, you need to build that foundation. And there's this huge, huge, like, emphasis on moms to get back from their baby weight and there's all these boot camps and programs to follow and they have exercises that just fuck your shit up if you don't actually take care of it. Now, step one, go see a public floor physio and like I said, if you need to find one, I can help you. I have a huge network when it comes to um, that aspect of fitness and health. Number two, is utilizing um, safe exercises for your pelvic floor to recuperate. And the biggest thing to kind of get back is almost the motor control of your pelvis. Because if you think about you going through a full pregnancy, how much your hips change, your pelvis change, and even your posture changes, being able to like find your neutral again or learning how to pelvically tilt anteriorly and posteriorly are all things that you need to regain because when you're pregnant especially the last trimester you you can't really do those things with a big belly in front of you right and so you almost like turn off I don't like using that term but to explain it you almost turn off certain muscles and functions of your pelvis in order to make room for your baby. So you almost have to relearn these patterns and relearn how to stabilize the pelvis. So then when you go to the gym, nothing goes wrong in the sense that, you know, you're using your lower back for X, Y, and Z exercise or 
you have such an instability in your left hip that you end up with hip pain because you decide to do a boot camp style workout and all it has is crunches and split squat jumps and other jumping shit that makes you feel worse. So one, like, and I just did a post on this, is like finding neutral, right? And it seems silly, but learning how to find a neutral position with your spine and hips is a great way to kind of regain that motor control and start the process of learning how to find neutral because if you go into something like a barbell deadlift and you have no like recollection with your body how to find neutral you're probably going to put your spine and low back into a position that's not optimal when it comes to lifting heavy loads number two is learning how to breathe your diaphragm again all right so i always explain this where if someone can breathe effectively with their diaphragm they can create proper uh, proper stability I can't speak Uh, proper stability in their lumbar spine if they're going to do an exercise but again I would imagine when you have a child growing inside of you it's probably not as easy to utilize your diaphragm when it's when your kid is pushing up against it because if you really think about the anatomy of our body and then you have you know a child pushing up on your organs and everything like that I would it's a safe assumption that your diaphragm is probably not going to expand as effectively if you were not pregnant so relearning how to diaphragmic breathe is tenfold like you really really want to focus on it but not only just pushing out your belly in front but also being able to contract the diaphragm where you can push it out into like a 360 degree cylinder and I've used this analogy so many times that you know proper core contraction is like a coke can that's unopened this cylinder effect around the coke can with compressed air inside makes it like so rock solid that if you decide to jump on top of the coke can it's not going anywhere because of the compressed air right and a lot of times I always explain that the diaphragm is kind of that first domino piece that pushes down that makes the entire sequence of core function uh, work beautifully. So when the diaphragm works, then the pelvic floor kind of starts waking up again. And if you think about, you know, our diaphragms at the top of our rib cage, pelvic floors at the bottom of where our pelvis is, these two kind of work together to kind of sandwich in and create um, what was it called a core contraction and a lot of times people will talk about the pelvic floor as kind of like a series of muscles that's kind of like a hammock at your pelvis right if the hammock has too much tension then you're overly braced which can happen depending on how your pregnancy goes because I always ask when I get a new client or working with a patient that's coming off of pregnancy I'm like well how is the labor like were you pushing for like 20 hours like that's going to change the tone of your pelvic floor muscles like it should be a little bit of slack exactly like a hammock but it's strong enough to support the weight that you know if you decide to sit into a hammock and it doesn't collapse right so i think that analogy is beautifully put together right you want some tension but not a lot you want to have enough hold that if you place a load under it it can handle it right so when those two things work together then exercise becomes really really easy 
in the sense that you won't have any kind of underlying issues when it comes to, oh, a certain exercise will give me incontinence. And a lot of times I find that, you know, certain exercises that require a lot of um, core control and core recruitment tend to be the ones that will give women the feeling like, oh, shit, I need to go to the bathroom. So if you take care of these like foundational things in the beginning, it's going to help a lot. So when we focus on breathing, then I like getting into more dynamic movements like the bird dog, the dead bug, rolling patterns, like being able to roll over is huge. Because think about it, for almost nine months, you have a woman that can't really roll over without a lot of discomfort. And now you don't have a baby in the way. And all those muscles involved for that cross patterning to roll over are atrophied and you need to get that strength back and even people that I train that are men and I give them like a kettlebell arm bar the hardest part for them is literally rolling over right so imagine a woman going through a pregnancy and really having a tough time contracting all the muscles involved for a rolling pattern like that's huge. If I can give that back to somebody, someone, then a lot of exercises are going to clear up when it comes to stability work. So if you can focus on those things, you will see huge improvements in so many different exercises. And I think it's worth to note to further research this topic because it's so the women in, especially in the States, are severely under you know um, serviced when it comes to this so let me know if you have any questions feel free to reach out i love connecting with listeners and asking what i can do to help and that's it for me thank you thank you thank you so much for listening you guys are amazing until next time